Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California and I'd like to welcome you to the show. What I'm about to share with you is a little bit embarrassing. The story takes place a few years ago, uh, not too long after I first moved to Los Angeles. I was invited to a wedding in New Zealand, uh, which is a beautiful country. Um, the wedding itself was pretty festive and people were drinking lots of champagne, me included. I was single at the time and I thought the wedding would offer a nice place to meet my own very special someone. And yes, there was a woman there. I'd seen her around. But the thing is, I was too shy to talk to her. Until, of course, I drank a few glasses of champagne. After that, I found a little bit more cur courage um, <laughs> People were dancing, so I started dancing, and by the way, I'm a horrible dancer, but in my mind, I thought I was pretty spectacular. The truth is, I wasn't very spectacular at all. Now, as most things when I share with you, you know, this stuff's embarrassing. I cringe a little bit, but uh, I'll just add more to it while I'm at it. In addition to dancing very poorly, I kept doing things to get this woman's attention, and we're talking little things, like I'd walk to the bar while she was ordering a drink, and then I'd order a drink. Uh, she went outside with friends, then I went outside with friends. But I didn't make a move. I didn't even try to talk to her. I was afraid to take action. Why? Because I feared rejection. And that's not the worst part. As I was leaving, the woman actually came up to me and she asked me a question. She knew my name and it blew me away. Jason, can I borrow your wall adapter to charge my DVD player? Now, in my mind, she was like, you know... I, I was like, she knows my name. She knows my name. I'm in. She's interested in me. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy. But what came out of my mouth in response to her question still makes me cringe. And here it is. Yeah, I do. But I need to get the wall adapter back tomorrow morning. Do you know what time you can return it? And then there was a lot of awkward silence, followed by more awkward silence and more. And her smile, her enthusiasm, all of the stuff that she had had, it all faded away. And her response to me was, mm, you know what? Uh, don't, don't worry about it. I, I don't actually need it. And then she walked away. Now, you can take what I just said and you can come to your own conclusions in my mind and I might you know, be absolutely wrong about this, but I think there was an opportunity there for me to actually engage in the conversation a little bit more than just shutting her down. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm too dense to notice that stuff. And by the way, you know, it all worked out for the best. I'm now happily engaged and to a woman who I met who thankfully I didn't blow the opportunity. And that's the point of today's podcast. I want to talk to you about your own personal opportunities, both in filmmaking and your life. Question for you is, have you ever missed an opportunity? I mean, was there ever something that you fantasized about? The opportunity finally comes into your life and then, for whatever reason, you totally and utterly blow it. Now, for the longest time, I was afraid to take real action towards my filmmaking goals. In fact, on a few different occasions, I would get super close to getting my first feature made only to blow it and then quit. And then I would start all over. For the longest time, I blamed this on outside forces. My lawyers quit. My location fell apart. I didn't have the right camera. Now, I've been talking a lot about being an excuseaholic, and that was me being an excuseaholic times 10, right? I was afraid of failure and rejection. And after the wedding, you know, I flew home and I realized something that forever changed my life. And here it is, because this is important stuff. 
The lesson I learned is this. The pain of not taking action is far greater than the pain that you're going to feel with rejection. At least with rejection, you know the outcome. You, you can recover from it. You can push forward. I'll take rejection any day. At least I can go to bed knowing that I took my best shot. That is, the most, that is personally more satisfying than doing nothing. And here's an even bigger lesson. Boldness is rewarded. Boldness is rewarded. So here I am back in L.A. Um, this was a time when DVD distribution was starting to slip in terms of prominence in the marketplace. Meanwhile, companies like Amazon and iTunes, they were starting to gain popularity as a destination for movies. And as a result, myself and my partners, obviously, we decided to ignore all the crappy distribution offers that were out there because we believe that a deal actually pays money and instead we opted to put our first feature film on Amazon. Now, this did not come without several arguments between the producing partners and even though most of our distribution offers sucked, there was still some measure of validation in somebody else coming along and wanting to pick up your movie. The idea that somebody picks up your movie What it did was it made us feel like real filmmakers. It fed our egos. Now, keep in mind, this was a time when anything do-it-yourself or self-distribution, it meant that your movie was no good and you were a loser. I mean, that's how you thought of yourself if you had to go the DIY route. But once we slapped a big, fat buy now button on our movie website and we started making sales, well, everything changed. And the rest, as they say, is history. Now, at some point soon, I'm going to share a lot more of these stories. I'm sure you'll get a few laughs from uh, from hearing about all my little hiccups. Um, <laughs> and that's putting it lightly. But here's the point. Isn't it time that you took action and started forging ahead to make your movie? Earlier, um, if you've been listening to this for some time, you, you may have taken action on some of the things that I've shared with you. Um, hopefully, these podcasts have been nothing but rewarding. Um, but there's a real tool out there that you ought to pay attention to, and you can find it at makeyourmovienow.com. Uh, once again, makeyourmovienow.com. Um, visit that site. Take advantage of what I put together, which is the Filmmaker Action Pack. It's a step-by-step guide to take you from script to screen um, so that you can get your first feature made. So it's at makeyourmovienow.com. Um, anyway, I hope this podcast was helpful to you. I'd love to continue the conversation um, uh, and, and just in case you're wondering, going back to you know, some of the ways I embarrassed myself and what have you, I met my current fiancé uh, at a coffee shop. We were sharing a table. Um, this time around, you know, when she sat down, I was not afraid to ask for her number. Um, and that was some time ago at this point. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to give you too much hard homework today. Uh, just do yourself a favor. Spend time with good people. Be, go- be bold and take action. I believe that you can do amazing things if you just gain clarity over the things that you actually want. And once again, if it makes sense, check out my resource at makeyourmovienow.com. This, again, I'm Jason Brubaker. Feel free to email me, Jason at Film Making Stuff. Anytime you feel like it, I'll be here for you. And as always, take action and make your movie now.